The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking Star Trek, the original series, episode 18, The Arena. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us in this episode of the Salty Nerd Podcast. We're talking one of the most iconic episodes of the original series in Star Trek, The Arena, where Captain Kirk fights the Gorn. I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds. Matt Vader's back. What's up, dude? Buddy, I am so happy to be here. Me? It has been a hell of a day. I'm very happy that you're here as well. Your stunt cock, Tom, performed well. That's good. That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> we have dubbed him the salty nerd stunt cock. I saw that. Yeah, I watched that part. It's appropriate. It is. Yes. Also joining us today, Jude. Welcome. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? So last episode, you were not into the show. I was a little meh. Are I'm you not back? on the show, on the episode. On the episode. Are yes. you back in in like the... This is amazing. I'm back. All right, cool. Sweet. <laughs> right on. Matthew Cadius is also here, the man behind the curtain. Welcome, sir. Thank you. I am looking forward to talking about the Gorn episode, especially considering that they played a major part in the latest Star Trek series, uh, Strange New World. So it's going to be fun to kind of compare and contrast that. And this is just an all around great Shatner episode. I love Shatner in this episode. So it's going to be fun to talk about his, his monologues that he thinks he's tape recording on his little device. It's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> You're telling the guy everything you're doing. He's like holding his phone up, like doing an Instagram vlog. So guys, I'm over here trying to create this bomb. It's like, take these components and I mix them together and I put them in this bottomless tube. It's me in the corn. That's also started the tradition of Kurt Kurt getting his shirt ripped. Yes. Yep. The first time we get to see shirtless Kirk. I don't know know if anything is going to be as sexy as that first salt vampire episode, but Mm. this was a good episode. You know, know, uh, my favorite part, and I see it way more now when I'm watching these episodes because of you. Is Is it the Gorn's polka dot jumper? No, no, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) It's the the, uh, infamous Kirk zigzag. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And then Spock cannot fucking do it. No. He cannot. He just, I'm going to run in a straight line. (laughs) And it's just, it's really funny. And I I laugh every time I see it now. Well, it's illogical to do this when you're shooting. It doesn't make any sense. Like, he zigs, he zags. He hits a bomb and he goes 30 feet up in the air and does a perfect somersault and lands on a perfect ball. Yeah. It was awesome. He zigs, he zags, he drops, he rolls. And also Kurt's tactical role. Yes, yeah. See, yeah, I, I haven't seen the newest episode of Strange New Worlds where they reintroduced the Gorn. So I'm curious. I'm going to be I'm gonna be picking your guys' brain. You don't need to watch it. What is it? You didn't like it? No. Is he wearing it. a jumper? I don't know. I haven't no, seen it. I'm no, curious. No, no, so the Gorn don't actually appear, but uh, they had an episode uh, in the middle of the Strange New Worlds first season where basically it was a it was the first part of this episode kind of like retold. Oh. So like the Gorn set a trap and lure in a Starfleet ship and then attack them uh, with their spaceships and stuff. But you never actually get to see them in that episode. Oh, OK. Hmm. Interesting. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so this is how we do it, guys. This is a Patreon content. We're going to break down this episode uh, scene by scene, talk about what we like, what we don't like, and have a ton of fun doing it. So thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We're going to dive into the arena. When the global supply chain is strained, one essential transportation network continues to keep the economy connected 24-7. That network is freight rail. We're increasing hiring and capacity all while investing more than $20 billion per year into our network to improve reliability every day. We never stop working to better serve our customers because Freight Rail works. 
Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you guys want to support what we do here and play an awesome mobile game, head over to saltynerd.com DC and download Dragon Champions. It's a really fun mobile game where you guys get to collect your heroes, upgrade them, create your own little team uh, to go on raids and stuff like that. And if you guys get to level 20 with our help, you can type in salty in the promo code area. You can join our Salty Nerd Podcast Guild, which is ran by one of our patrons, JT. Uh, those guys have been having a lot of fun over there. They're much more skilled than I am uh, at Dragon Champions, and they have been going on some raids and having a lot of fun over there. So hop in, join the community. We have a dedicated chat in our Discord just for Dragon Champions. So if you're just starting out, you need a little help, you can ask some of the experts who are already playing that are part of our guild. That is saltynerd.com slash DC. All right, let's get into the arena. Take it away, Kadish. All right, season one, episode 18, Arena, the original series. Captain Kirk and the landing party beam down to the Federation observation outpost on Cestus III at the invitation of its commander, Commodore Travers, who has received quite the reputation for setting a fine table and his per with his personal head chef. When the away team arrives, they discover that the invitation was a ruse and the colony has been destroyed by a mysterious foe. After the landing party takes cover and Kirk declares full alert, they discover a single human survivor in the ruins named Lieutenant Harold. Spock quickly locates the presence of other life forms nearby, but no other colonial survivors. His tricorder reads them as cold-blooded creatures, but definitely not human. O'Hurley attempts to scout them out, but is immediately disintegrated by an alien <laughs> weapon as the landing party is bombarded by a massive shelling attack. Captain, I think I see something. <laughs> <laughs> Dude got fucked up. <laughs> Say, listen, man. When you when you're like going on an away mission and you're with with the with Spock, the Kirk, and was it Bones? Was, yeah, Bones was there too. And you're like no name red shirt, dude. Yeah, you're done. Done. You're well, he dead. was he was blue shirt, right? No, he was no, blue he was. Shirt. Was he a red shirt? Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. Because there was somebody else that was with him that was a blue shirt. No, he was absolutely a red shirt. Because I made a comment. Oh, we were watching. It's like that dude's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no way you survive that. You're no. on an away mission, and you're not of like, main character. It's like, no, Captain, don't take me. I don't <laughs> want to go. Don't make me do it. Please let me change my shirt. Please, come on. It's <laughs> like uh, it's, it always reminds me of that part from uh, Galaxy Quest yeah. where Guy comes up. And he's like, mm, Guy, <laughs> mm, Guy. <laughs> <laughs> he starts freaking out because he's like, "Haven't you ever watched the show? I'm dead." Yeah. He's he's like, "I don't even have a name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just crewman number six. <laughs> you know what this what this uh, the opening of the show reminded me of this episode was it reminded me a bit of the start of Best of Both Worlds Part One from Next Generation mm. when they beam down and the colony's gone. Same thing. They beam yeah. down here and the colony's destroyed. It's just destroyed. It's like, we're under attack. Run to work. Yeah. You know, this episode like, did get started quick, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It was like, well, well, what's funny yeah. is like the start of this episode, it's just like Kirk and McCoy saying like, oh, the Commodore, he sets a fine table. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. One of the benefits <laughs> of rank. <laughs> like they're just talking about like how much they're looking forward to eating. <laughs> this is so rude. Like if somebody invited me to a dinner party and I got all dressed up and it turns out it was just a trap and they wanted to kill me, I'd be really annoyed. It's like I was promised hors d'oeuvres. I mean, where's the wine? <laughs> where's the wine? You show up and everything's just on fire. It's much easier to kill me after I've had a couple. How how crazy was that set when they first beamed down there though? Because it was like a huge open area and yeah. I couldn't tell if it was a matte painting or if they actually just have a really big soundstage with like all the shit behind them. It was cool. It was, it, was, lot. it was just a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> it's out, outside town. A yeah, yeah. 
I, I think around the time that they were shooting uh, the original series, um, Paramount had these like big, like kind of like Western sets out mm -hmm. there that they would redress for like the science fiction stuff. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was just on the Paramount back lot somewhere. And then uh, they moved to like Death Valley or that, that national park for like the actual fight scene. Yeah. This, this picture of it looks kind of like, oh, this picture of it looks kind of a, like it's a medieval set. Really? Like I can in, see that. Like they're in some kind of like mm -hmm. a medieval town kind of like backlot thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like castle walls with the turrets and stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's a good looking set. They, they did a lot of probably sharing with the sets on the backlot back then. It's like Good, the Bad, and the Ugly slash Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, one of the funnier things about this episode is so like when they find like the sole survivor who like they kind of established that it's been days since like the colony was attacked and this guy's just kind of been like slowly dying over the course of many days <laughs> and just like lying there and kirk's first thing is like wake him up bones i want to know what what happened here <laughs> <laughs> just like like no regard for the guy's like uh health and safety doesn't well, give a I shit mean, he doesn't even have a name yeah wake him up tell him <laughs> tell me what happened the plot needs it crewman <laughs> all right go ahead look out for that next? mortar oh shit <laughs> <laughs> it hits in the same spot every time Really? Blowing up out of that bush. Yeah, there was a, really funny. We'll get there in a minute, but when they start actually throwing some mortars around, there was an explosion that was su surprisingly yeah, close to Leonard Nimoy. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, take it away. All right. While the landing party is being bombarded, the USS Enterprise comes under attack in orbit by, by an unidentified starship. With her deflector screens up, the Enterprise cannot beam the landing party aboard. Kirk orders Lieutenant Sulu to return fire with the phaser banks, but it has little effect as the alien ship has screens up as well. Kirk orders the use of fo photon torpedoes, but the torpedoes are ineffective as the alien is too far away, even for visual contact. The captain orders Sulu to take whatever action is necessary to protect the Enterprise, be it leaving orbit or engaging maximum warp. Sulu opts for the former and takes the ship away from Cestus III. Sweet. That was some riveting um, strategy on the part of Sulu up there. You know what? <laughs> into nothingness <laughs> yeah I'm like like sulu was like kept calling kirk like asking him what to do kirk's like on the planet like bro just fucking handle it yeah. <laughs> and he's also pushing the, the fire button and yeah. steering the ship at the same yeah. time <laughs> like, i got the bridge all by myself because everybody else is down on the planet yeah. <laughs> useless. A, i should be up there with my ship is where, it a horror in the, check off oh he's not on the show yet. a horror is on the in the corner <laughs> just like staring at him like i don't know what to do <laughs> she's useless she, she was very emotional this episode yeah yeah i love her emotes <laughs> <laughs> she's oh the my best. god she's the best <laughs> yeah those, you'll see those later and then. the green hoop earrings make a return <laughs> hell yeah dude she was looking good in this episode her hair was different too i think wasn't she it looks good in every episode this is true that's a fair point jude very fair um yeah i did think i think it was a little bit weird that like Kirk was captaining the ship from the ground via his oh, yeah. little cell phone thing. And he's like, just fucking turn left, Sulu. <laughs> <laughs> Protect my ship. Get it out of here. Don't worry about us. Well, worry about us when the ship is safe. Yeah, <laughs> he was super worried about his ship. He's like, God damn it. I left it in the hands of Sulu. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, Sulu's just like, uh, okay, we're out of here. Yeah. See you guys later. Like, He's like, like, oh really my. sorry. I thought we were just going to a yeah. dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> Sulu's like, that's one crazy dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> it's like explosions going off. That's good stuff. I also like how like it's not shield yet. It's it's just screens. Screens. Yeah, yeah. that threw me. I'm like, what are, what are screens? They're like Instagram filters. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. They don't have shield yet. Well, they do. It, well, 
They do. They just call, they them, call screens. them screens. Just whoever wrote this episode didn't know what they were called. All. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What happens next? All right. Kirk makes his way to the colony's arsenal, avoiding large blasts from the unidentified attackers. Zigzag, zigzag. <laughs> and retrieves a grenade launcher. Spock and Kellowitz rendezvous with him as the first officer reports that the enemy troops are moving towards their location. Kellowitz reports that Lang has been killed and gives Kirk his best guess as to where they have moved. And Kirk launches the grenade in that direction. The tactic proves successful as the aliens begin to decamp back to their vessel, allowing Sulu to return with the Enterprise and retrieve the landing party and quickly set a pursuit course of the attacking ship. In sickbay, Harold tells Kirk and Spock of the attack on the colony. The aliens had knocked out their phasers with their first salvo, leaving the colony defenseless, and confirms Kirk's earlier theory that the aliens had faked the message from the colony, diverting the Enterprise to Cestus III in an attempt to destroy the Enterprise, the only protection in that part of the Federation. Such a move, a prelude to an invasion, suggests the correct course is to overtake and destroy the enemy before he can return to his home base and report. Kirk orders the ship to battle stations and to warp six to overtake the alien. I do have a quick correction. So we're we're back on the ship? Now we are. Yeah. But we gotta we gotta do the we gotta talk about the mortar. Yeah, the mortar. Yeah, I gotta talk about this thing. Yeah. That was not just Jesus. a norm mortar. That shit was a fucking nuke. It was. He <laughs> <laughs> freaking thunk. And it was like <laughs> Ooh, and it, the whole screen turns yeah. freaking red, and yeah, you're yeah. just like, holy ran, shit. Ran, random red shirt dude's like, well, I don't know if you want to hit it that close, Captain. <laughs> this is quite the uh, quite the quite the piece of arsenal for what uh, kind of freaking <laughs> ordnance was that? Holy shit. It's like <laughs> Southwest 150 yards, vector 184. Yeah. Like, okay, random well, dude. It's I, like <laughs> I think he said it was a thousand, I don't know. It was a one thousand. 57 yards or something like that away. It's very precise. What was very that? precise. What was the very word precise. they were using? It was like imminence or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. It was like it I guess it meant distance or maybe I'm maybe. Oh they were wrong. it was it was it was uh Did they trackify it? No, it was a line it was a line term for, okay. on, on a map. Okay. Like Is it a real term? No, it is a real term. Okay. okay. But it didn't I've never really heard it used in that context. Okay. You know. So but I just I thought I, it was just a trek term. I no. thought they were going to just like, you know, thunk, and then have the <laughs> well, freaking boom. But, but, but it was like, it was thunk, and then. Yeah, it <laughs> blew up the whole screen. <laughs> the whole screen. Well, before yeah. that, Spock realized that they were tracking them via his tricorder. And so he had to like throw his tricorder away. And, mm. that, and that got blown up. Well, they made a bomb out of it. They did a feedback. And even the tricorder is exact. So they never show the Gorn in this part, but they know where they are because of the tricorder, I guess. Right. Or they figure out like, Hey, this is, well, they're, they're lucky because if they were like baby Gorn, they would have like been chasing. Them so here, spitting at this them, is what I was going to ask them up with egg sacs. Were they, were they like no. camouflaged in the strange new worlds episode? Is that what you, you said? They were like kind of like predators, like in that way, like they, they you couldn't see them. They had like a cloaking thing or something like that. So in no? strange new worlds, they've kind of retconned the Gorn to be like th this amalgamation of xenomorphs from aliens and predators. They're kind of like the baby alien predator hybrid at the end of Alien versus Predator. Mm -hmm. um, so like they they have they have like um, they have like heat vision. Okay. So like they they see based off of like heat, and uh, they're super fast and they can kind of like camouflage like whatever they're up against. They kind of blend into like chameleons. And they, they chest burst. They chest burst. Oh yeah, that's how they're born. They yeah. they you so a baby gorn <laughs> spits on you and that infects you with microscopic eggs. The eggs get in your body and grow in like five minutes. Then they chest burst out. You like in the movie Aliens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they then they make all the noises. You know, like you know, no shit. And they see and heat vision like in Predator. Okay. Well, and, and they do and they do the stuff. Yeah. Well, that's and how they have to no, play. I mean, have you bullshit. ever seen a Gorn throw a punch? <laughs> yeah. So so you know somehow they go from you know 
the world's most evil and dominant predator to the world's slowest lizard. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Didn't it remind okay. you of Chance, the so, Gila monster? So in, in, in Strange New Worlds, um, basically the, the Gorn are presented as like the apex predator of the galaxy. Yeah. Right. And not only do they, you know, do everything that we just said, but they age rapidly. Mm-hmm. So like they grow up really quickly. Okay. And their intelligence increases as they get bigger. So they become smarter. <laughs> okay. And also they have adapted to be immune to sensors. So you every, can't track where they're at. Yeah, every sensor oh, known to man. They're they're the perfect predator. They're dumb. They're they're I, really I, dumb. I don't know, dude. That sounds freaking awesome. No, dude. They're not. Why do you not like it? Because they're completely cannon breaking. How? Because <laughs> nothing. Was, this was the first time we'd ever seen yes, a born. But nothing ever. in this episode. There was nothing ever about humans being captured and putting gorn baby factories and all this <laughs> fucking war with these giant fleets of gorn ships no it, it doesn't work it is they completely drop the ball on that strange new worlds episode and they're and they're making them what's weird is they're making them like one of the mainstay bad guys of the show like klingons and they shouldn't do it why because the cannon's already been set they said in this episode they have no idea what this race is. But you didn't see him in Strange New Worlds, right? I don't want to talk about yes. Strange New Worlds because yes, I'm not did. watching it. Okay, sorry. Well, but, well, it, it's a, but it applies. Yeah. And, and it has to do with the canon of the show. Yeah, yeah. In the second to last episode of the season, we do get to see baby Gorn. Okay. Uh, but we, we haven't seen a full-grown Gorn uh, yet in that no. series. Um, but in this episode, they kind of establish that the Gorn are from like an unexplored mm-hmm. section of space that's close to Federation territory mm-hmm. and that's where they came from that's where they were running back to in this episode so um nothing's known about this species until this episode and and the gorn it, it's kind of funny because in the the first episode where they show up in strange new worlds they pull a very similar um tactic to what they used at the beginning of this episode where they pretend to be humans mm-hmm. put out a distress a distress signal and like the ships come to rescue and then they like pounce and yeah. and do the, uh, the yeah. trap I don't know. I got to watch it myself. I mean, that's a cool, it's a cool concept for an alien race, a new one, but they shouldn't be Gorn. They co-opted Gorn. Yeah. You know why they did that? Because they don't have any. No, the director that directed that episode of Strange New Worlds is like a huge freaking Gorn nut. Like he created, he created like cosplays and all. He's like huge into that kind of stuff. The whole time I was watching this episode, I just kept seeing, every time I saw the, the Gorn, I just kept seeing the mascot for our hockey team, the Gila Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the funny things about this episode is that when Kirk's like pursuing the Gorn ship, uh, he, he's like, take us to warp factor six. And Scotty's like, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> every, yeah. every time he, he like ups the warp drive, it's like, you're going to tear her apart. <laughs> Go to warp factor eight. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> We've gone flash. I mean, time and next generation, they're just like warp 10 go. Yeah. Kirk was very aggressive in this episode. Oh yeah. He was as, pulling as, when he was chasing after that Gorn well, ship. He was like, in an arena. Well, yeah. no, no, before that. No, before that. Before when that. he was jumped on his ship, he was so trigger happy. We, we haven't even got to the arena yeah, yet. But, but, like, but you know what? It's it, congruent with Balance of Terror because he did part yeah. much the same thing yeah. in that episode. He mm-hmm. was like super aggressive. He's like, we need to get that ship and destroy it. Now, red alert, go. Let's go. Well, Kick his ass. Yeah, well, he, he was pissed that his dinner got ruined. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prelude to Shatner interstellar war. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they had a bottle of wild turkey for me. So you're saying there's no wild turkey? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kill him! Wait, no Commodore, no personal chef. What is this bullshit? <laughs> We're gonna destroy this planet. <laughs> yeah. All right, continue on. All right. The aliens, aware that the Enterprise is in pursuit, jump to warp six as well. 
Kirk orders Warp 7 engaged, drawing concern from Spock and the chief engineer Scott that a sustained Warp 7 speed would be hazardous to the Enterprise's Warp engines. Spock argues against destroying the enemy vessel on the basis of respect for sentient life. Kirk disagrees. His opinion is that a crime has been committed and the perpetrators must be punished. Sulu reports that the aliens have moved to Warp 7 as well. Kirk, mulling over his options, orders the ship to accelerate to Warp 8 and have all weapons departments at battle ready. Closing in at Warp 8, the Enterprise records a scanning beam from an uncharted solar system. The alien is not approaching this system, and it appears that a third party is curious about the Enterprise. The alien abruptly begins to slow, going quickly to sublight speed until finally stopping dead in space. Kirk closes in for the kill, but the Enterprise is soon slowed to sublight as well, stopped dead just like the alien, with all power to the engines and weapons simply cut off. The architects of this reveal themselves. The Metrons, an advanced race who regard intrusion into their space for the purpose of conflict as entirely unacceptable. They remove Kirk from the Enterprise along with the Gorn captain from the alien vessel and deposit them on a suitably prepared world. From there, the two captains will settle their differences using strength and ingenuity and the most basic of weapons. The winner and his ship will be free to go and the loser and his ship will be destroyed. Dun, dun, dun. Those god dang Metrons. So I got a question for you, old school Trekkers, because like how often do they just run into like a godlike alien species? <laughs> quite, quite All the fucking time, right? Like You're I'm in wa- strange new worlds, Alex, <laughs> where no man has gone before. I get it. But you there's don't know like what's out there. Every freaking episode is like, oh, this alien species is so far beyond our technology, we don't understand them, and they're trying to study us. And then like in, in well, next generation, it's fucking Q, and like it's like there's always some freaking. It, it's a good way for an advanced race to tell us how we're fucking up, right? As terrible human beings. Are you yeah. saying they had a message for us? Yeah. It's like, hey, what's up? My it's name's like, Zeus. War is bad. War is bad. Okay. War is bad. Hey, stop killing each Primitive other. Primitive primates, quit killing each other. Stop trying to nuke each other, you crazy yeah. people. Yeah. He did use well, a nuke le- in this episode. Learn to zigzag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to learn to dodge. Hands off me, you damn dirty gorn. <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been shattered. You didn't like eight movies. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 we'll get into the banana thing in a minute. <laughs> Um, I just thought it was interesting because I'm like, I wasn't expecting it. I don't, I don't remember ever watching this entire show episode. I've seen, it's been a long time. I've seen the arena part where he's like running around the desert and stuff, but I didn't know how they got there. And when they showed up and there's like this freaking this God species that just stops the ships mid space and like teleports them to well, the At least planet. it wasn't just like some giant hand in space <laughs> grabbing the ship and holding it there. We'll see that later. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, that'll yeah, happen yeah, eventually. It does. It's pretty wild. Oh, <laughs> we got giant lizard people today, Jude. Isn't that good enough? No, no. I, I like the corn. Okay. But I love the vampires. Okay, gotcha. Um, I just thought that was interesting. Kind of weird how they just like, yeah, we need some super ominous freaking We're going to take your captain yeah. and the other captain you. and place it on a planet Suitable for their sustaining. You better not. Oh, shit, he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) You primitive monkey primate people. (laughs) You are skewed towards violence. (laughs) We will teach you a lesson. I am God. It's just weird. It's just fucking weird, man. Stop being violent. (laughs) Fight to the death. (laughs) (laughs) We will let one of you live. (laughs) And then we'll destroy everybody on the other person's ship. (laughs) Be funny funny if they like cut to the Metrons. They're just like all watching pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're fucking eating grapes in their Greek robes with their little fucking head things. 100%. (laughs) 
The Gorn's line is currently plus 160. <laughs> they taking, got a taking your bets now. <laughs> Chalkboard in the background of bookies over there. <laughs> this is how we are entertained. Yeah. It's like a cabin in the woods scenario where like the, the Metrons are actually like really like degenerate people, but they just dress up as like these like Greek god like yeah. creatures. Yes. Taking bets. Yeah. And they're like, it. hey, uh, where should we have the orgy this year? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't want to get sand in me. Like, yeah. <laughs> Metron's got like this book, this book, this you know, hotel in Space Vegas. And you know, Q and Square Gothos is in there and they're all like taking bets and stuff. And it's like, you know, that'd be funny. It would be funny. A little meta, but I like yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for uh, this part, this free public part of the show. If you want access to the entire episode, head over to saltynearclub.com, join the club membership. This is part of our patrons only episodes. We love hanging out with our patrons. And if you join up, it's only $5 a month. You guys get four exclusive podcasts just to yourself. Plus you get all of our podcasts completely ad free uploaded to the Patreon as well. So if you want all that stuff, you like what you, we do here and you want to support us, become a club member and you get a lot of perks. So we'd love the uh, attention and we would love the money. So join up. Matt Vader, where can they find you on the socials, bud? Uh, you can find me at MattVader74, mostly on Twitter, also on uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook and uh, YouTube. Cool. So, Jude? You can find me at I am Jude Juju on Instagram and on TikTok. All right. Matthew Kadish. You can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter. Kadishbooks.com takes you to our Amazon page. And please be sure to sign up for our newsletter at saltylist.com. All right, guys, we're going to head out. Uh, head over to our Discord if you want to chat with us. And we do watch parties on Monday night that we're watching the Star Trek episodes this month. So if you want to catch one of those, it's completely open to the public. You guys can head over to saltynerdiscord.com and check out our watch parties on Monday nights at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, everybody, thanks for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Stay salty. Patrons. Patrons.